0: This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. have given me this title back at the beginning of the week and it's it's called from this mess and of course you know we have one nationally but we also sometimes can have some things um, individually isn't that true the text is in jeremiah the 18th chapter 1 through 6 and i'm going to uh read out of the message bible god told jeremiah get up on your up on your feet. Go to the potter's house. When you get there, I'll tell you what I have to say. So I went to the potter's house, and sure enough, the potter was there working away the at his wheel. Whenever the uh, pot the potter was working on turned out badly, as sometimes happens when you are working with clay, the potter would simply start over and use the same clay to make another pot. Then God's message came to me. Can't I do just as this potter does, people of Israel? God's decree, watch this potter. In the same way that this potter works his clay, I work on you, people of Israel. Amen. Amen. Lord, we just thank you for your word. We ask for the help of the Holy Spirit. And we pray that you would reveal your will and your way make it plain and clear for us today. Speak to our hearts individually as you speak in this house corporately, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Uh, The King James Bible says, the vessel was marred in his hand. That word marred means to injure, to damage, uh, to hinder, to offend, uh, to make imperfect, cause a blemish. It says in another uh, translation, the Amplified Bible, it says it was spoiled. The vessel was spoiled. Another translation says flawed. Another one says it would not take the shape that he wanted. Another translation says it was ruined. One says it it turned out badly. Another translation goes on to say he saw something was wrong with it. One more says, he did not, it did not come out like he wanted it. Another translation says this, it became flawed and unusable. One more says, the jar that he was forming didn't turn out as he wished. Let me call your attention. There was something in the clay. There was something in the clay. It wasn't the potter. It wasn't the potter. It never is the potter. How many of you know the potter is God? How many of you know the clay is us? And it's never God. It's always something in us. There was something in the clay. Say it with me. Say there's something in the clay. See, when things get messed up. When we get messed up with it, it's not the potter. There is something in the clay. Aren't you glad, though, that the potter doesn't give up? One translation says, he kneads it into a lump and starts again. Another translation says, he crushed and squeezed and shaped it into another. The last one says, so he crushed it into a lump of clay again. And started over. You know, the lesson in this is that he takes it back to the foundation. A lump of clay again. Say this with me. Say a lump of clay, lump of again. clay. Again. again. You know, the Bible teaches us in another uh, Scripture, very familiar to people. It says, delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. That terminology, delighting ourselves, is this. It would you could say it like this, become a lump of clay again, and God will work his want to, what he wants to do with you. How, what He wants you to be shaped like, what He wants you to be formed like, what He wants of you and for you and in you, He will put that, He will work that into your heart. And now listen, here another verse of Scripture says, For it is God at work inside of you, causing you both to will and to, and to, and to do of his good pleasure. Yes, hallelujah. Amen. Amen. It's inherent in mankind as the fallen nature of man that we're born into a world that doesn't want to yeah. where God is concerned. Yeah. And we can and we're trained and steeped and molded and shaped by words and actions and attitudes in all of our lives until we become born again until we want God. We are, in Emily, we are shaped by the world. And there is something in the working of that. It is not just an outward thing. That's why people can't get it together apart from God. Right. Oh, don't. Oh, oh, no, wait just a minute, because I heard the objection. I'm going to answer that. Now, I know folks that got it all together. Honey, you don't know nobody what got it all together. Yeah. The Bible says there is none good, no, not one. God has searched the world and He knows hearts. And He says, I'm telling you, there's not one save Jesus. There's not one. Now this doesn't offend you where the righteousness of God, but now is your righteousness you being good? Or is it God being good to you? Is your righteousness based on you got it all together? Or is your righteousness based on the faith and the power of the blood of Jesus? That all your mess got blessed and covered with the blood of Jesus. That when God sees you, He sees the blood. All my hope, all my peace, all my righteousness is not in how good I am, it's in how good God was to bleed Jesus and cover my life and wash me clean. Amen? On the cross his blood ran red and my sin washed white. That's all the rightness that there is. If you're bringing anything else to the table, honey, go again. Come back to this thing right here. Come back. Listen, and let the blood cleanse your mind. You're thinking there is nothing. My hope is based on nothing less than Jesus' blood and his cross and his righteousness. His righteousness. Amen. The problem is, as things go along, you know, uh, they're going along, and we just, and the, and, and the more success we have, the more we think we're right. Until, and, we're, and we're, here we are, and you know, you may be following God with all of your heart. And all of a sudden, things wind up in a mess, and you get messed up. Oh. Wrong choices, wrong dis- dumb decisions. This, yeah. and you think, "How did I get here? How did the yeah. devil get in? How did they-? There's something in the clay. Yeah. Yeah. There was something there all along. Yeah. That, except by God's working and His hand on your life, and He knew it all along. Yeah. He knew it was there, but he just, he just, you're round and round and round, and you feel God's goodness and God's hand on your life. And, and are you listening? But I can guarantee you, just like those boys, like David, like the Joshua and the uh, and the elders of Israel, like David has said, they didn't inquire of the Lord. Things were going good. They were on a success march, but they and so here comes a setup from the devil. And they didn't inquire of the Lord. It wasn't prayed for and then paid for progress. They just assumed a thing, and God let them. God will prove your heart sometimes. The Bible says about Hezekiah, He withdrew from him that he might prove his heart. Amen. See what you'll do. See what's in you. Amen. Oh, this is real popular, isn't it? Yes. Amen. <laughs> what's wrong with America? Not God. No, that's right. no. It's what's in us. Amen. I said, it's what's in us. Amen. Are you listening? Yes. There's something in the clay. Yes. Until, you come to the, until you come to the realization, There's, why am I not getting my healing? Why am I not receiving the blessing? Why are my finances in a mess? Why are my relationships failing one after another after another? Why can't I keep a good job? Why? There's something in the clay. Now, preacher, are you pointing... Your finger, I'm the clay, honey. Don't make no mistake. I got my own issues. You understand what I'm saying? I can preach this real good from the clay side. I'm telling you, there's something in the clay. You can be with Lord 30 years, there's still some stuff in the clay. Because He is making all things new. He is renewing us constantly, day by day, molding us more and more into shaping us more and more into the image of His Son, Jesus. When you get your little styrofoam cup, right, He's ready to bring you up and make you a bigger glass. Aren't you glad, though, that He doesn't I I took a little time to establish that, see, because you can never become a lump of clay again. You'll never be willing to become a lump of clay again until you realize that when things don't work out like God wants them. How many of you know sometimes our plans fail? drastically fail and of course then we reach the point of I don't understand well exactly we didn't understand he didn't want your plan to succeed because he wasn't after what you were after he was after his son in you and you were just after the blessing but if God had to bless you he would have empowered you to remain stupider still If God had to bless that, are you listening? You might might never become what He wants you to become. Oh, I thank God. I don't want nothing before it's time. I don't want too much too soon. I don't want what I want. I found out most of the time when when I really pursued what I wanted, when I got there, it wasn't what I wanted at all. Oh, it's good to become a lump of clay again where you say, Lord, all I want is what you want. I'm 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 full of myself. I'm full of my way. I'm full of I'm full of this mess because our way always winds up in a mess. Oh I can I can feel pride wrestling right now with humility. But the Bible says, put it on. Take off the pride and put on the wrap yourself. Wrap yourself in humility, wrap yourself, cover up your head and lay before God and say, God, there's something in the clay. It's me, it's not you. Praise God. I said, praise God. You can never be justified in front front of God and you'd be surprised. Listen, marred in his hand, one of the words is offended. How many of you ever been offended with God? Don't raise your, tan, your hand too high because you in a religious thing. Oh, oh. How many of you have ever been offended with God? How many of you have been so mad with God you could spit? He's not, he's not a, he doesn't cow down where that's concerned. How many of you told God, look, I don't want to talk about it. You don't mess me up here. You tricked, I've told God for you tricked me. You tricked me. <laughs> and, and I'm not trusting you right now uh, very far. Anybody ever been like that? Yeah. Any ever been and said, I've been good, God. I've done this, I've done that, I've done the other. And look at me! Yeah. You let this happen! Oh, come on now. There's something in the clay. And until we're willing to realize there's something in us that shouldn't be there, there's something in us, there's there's a flaw inside of us as it was flawed until you face the flaw. You can never willingly become a lump of clay again. I'll tell you in my experience with God, again and again and again and again and again, He says, I'm looking for a workable heart. I need a heart that's pliable. It. I need a heart that delights yeah. in me, yeah. that will trust me when there's no yeah. reasonable yeah. Uh, no reasonable thing that you can oh, think of yeah. in your mind to trust a God yeah. that the devil's accusing to you. Yeah. That your flesh accuses, that your whole life says, look at this mess. But he crushed it into a lump of clay again and started over. The good news is there's a starting over with God. He doesn't give up. But he's got to take us back to the foundation of a lump of clay again. Now I'm going to say this. If the house is falling in and caving in, it's the foundation. It's the foundation. Oh, the devil will tell you, no, it's the roof. The devil will tell you, no, it's the wall where the sag is. The devil will tell you, it's those broken windows. No, it's the foundation. Didn't Jesus say? Didn't Jesus say? Two kinds of people build the house. One hears what God says and acts on that. How many times, listen, have you heard what God said only after the house fell in after the storm? because before you didn't inquire of the Lord? Both hands. Both I I don't mind. Hey, when you're caught, you're caught. When it is, it is. When it's what it is, it is. Hey, yeah. If the, are you listening? Amen. If the humble get grace, 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 grace. grace. I've been. Amen. Aren't you glad God's willing to start again with us? Aren't you glad God's saying, "I'll take this mess now." I'll work it, all, work through all that, I'll go all the way back down. If I have to pull it all apart and find that rock, find that little lump, find that imperfection, find that thing, then when everything was going all right and all of a sudden, a bump in the, come on now, the bump from the lump. There's something in the place that I will tear it all apart if I have to. And I'll get everything right from the ground up. Up. See, everything and everyone has to have the right foundation. A lump of clay, again, pliable, shapeable, moldable, humble, teachable, honest. It's in me. The trouble is in the clay. But the trouble is fixable if the clay will be workable. Starting over and letting God do a new and a better foundation that can stand the pressing. Oh, come on now. <laughs> that can stand the pressings. Amen. That can stand the pressures. Amen. You want to know what the pressing and the pressures are? A lot of stuff you, you we blame. Oh, it's the devil. Some of it's <laughs> God's hand on your life. Amen. God's shaping and molding you with those people you don't like, with that circumstance that's bigger than you are, with the, uh, are you listening, with the race that has run you completely out of breath and you're laying beside the road and all of a sudden you understand, I can't tell you how many times I have been knocked down honey, but while I was down the what, the handwriting in the sand said, though a righteous man fall yet shall I lift him up, though he falls seven times, I'm gonna get you back up again, I can Start all over again. I can do better than this with you. Come on now. There's some things... mm, 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 mm. Starting over where you can stand the pressings and the pressures and take the right shape. The image of Jesus. Can you see Him? I mean so much pressure that that He's sweating blood. Can you see him that his mind is so far out there and his emotions is so much, yet out of the will. He says, not my will, but your will. I don't know if you... (laughs) My goodness. I mean that when crunch time came, when the reason for it all came, when it's for all of it, he had the right answer. I said he had the right answer. He didn't go some of the way, honey. He went all of the way. He didn't, he didn't say, well, we almost, honey. He got it done. You got to get your stuff done. You understand? If God's going to put people on top of you. How will... Because the foundation is what everything else is built upon. It all rests upon the foundation. It all is determined by the foundation. How will and and how can God put people on top of your life, give you people for your life, and that is the reason for our lives if we keep on caving in and falling apart. Under the pressing and under the pressures. It's particularly disturbing this one translation that says that that it was flawed and unusable. That phrase "flawed" and "unusable," we can derive from that. Listen, to remain flawed is to remain unusable. Wow. And to face the flaws. We must face the flaws in the privacy of the work of the potter in our private lives. Be willing to become a lump of clay again. Allow God His start over again. And undergo the foundation work. The reworking from the ground up. Be willing to pay the price for the large, costly stones of the right foundation. The, the uh, Message Bible, I'm going to see if I can find that over there. I wrote it. I don't know where I wrote it down. But anyway, I'll, I'll, I'll quote it to you instead of find it, and then we'll end with this. It said that the foundation stones, and one translation says they were large, costly stones there the reason sometimes where people won't we don't pay the price. Right. Mm-hmm. It takes too much time. Mm-hmm. It costs too much of me. Yeah, come on. It costs too much. Takes too long. Those stones were the the Bible talked about, said that they were, they were large. They were, they were huge stones. See, the, the greatest work that God does in your life is in, is in laying the foundations. Yes. Amen? Yes. That no matter what, I still trust God. Yes. No matter what, His Word is the final authority yes. in my life. No matter what. They make a law of this or that. I open my window and I pray just like before. Yes, no matter what, we serve God. Yes. No matter what. Day in, day out, day in, day out. Not up and down and all around, but day in, day Steady on. Yes. Steady at it. Staying with it. Yes. Amen. Amen. This foundation is not shifting. Right. Shaking. Mm-hmm. And when God begins to put people on top of your life, they come to church, but you're not here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They come, but you're not here. See, because this week, you got shaken. <laughs> come on now. But maybe next week, you'll feel better. Come on. Are you listening? Yeah. Maybe this Wednesday, something came up. But maybe three Wednesdays from now, everything, all the stars will have aligned. I'm not making fun. I'm just telling you. Are you listening? I'm just telling you. What if you had a little baby today on Monday? I feed her, but you know, uh, uh, Bobo asked me out, and so and we got carried on, carrying on, and it was Wednesday before I remembered I had a baby. Oh Jesus, Come on now. Oh, Jesus. Come on now. Hmm? hmm? I want God to use me. But we've got to face the flaws. Amen. The fact of the matter is God's using you as much as He can use you. That's right. And if God can't change you, He can't change other people. Because it starts with you. He's got to change the one leading them before he can he can cause up more people to follow. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. Yes. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Now the good news is Jesus really boiled it all down. He had 11 left. But they were the right ones. Yes. And then they got 11 more. Every one of them got 11 more. Then they all got 11 more. They all got 11 more. If you could just affect 11 people in your life. you right, listen. And keep them which the Father gives you. We'll all be doing good, won't we? Amen. 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 Now, pay the price for the large costly stones of the right of The right foundation. Bible says they were of the highest quality. I'm going to say something here now. Where your, your eternal life is concerned? Why are you settling for cheap? You know the rest of the phrase. Yeah. You know why most people settle for this level? It don't cost them much,. Right. There's no cost involved to just be a nickel in a nose, to just slip into the crowd and hide and slip on out. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't cost you much to be as good a Christian. At home in front of the TV. Or better yet, go, you know. You can go to church now and watch TV. I know I shouldn't say it. Probably strike that from the record. I would draw the statement. <laughs> Why? It don't cost you much. Mm-hmm. They can't see you. Mm-mm. See, I can look at you. That's right. mm-hmm. Amen? And as a pastor, as a mm-hmm. as shepherd, know you. Person. Not by natural things, but by the Spirit. I know your face. I know whether you're there or you're not there. If he's not even there, come on now. Well, they got folks. Please. Sorry. I wouldn't want that to happen to me. In person is a whole lot better. God thought so, so much He actually sent Jesus and Jesus actually called those men by name and they lived together face to face and dealt with yes. it daily. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's how they got it done. Yeah. Amen? Amen. They were, uh, the, the foundation stones were large, they were costly, they were of the highest quality. It was a huge price, a huge investment. You'd never be sorry for the huge investment of time and energy and paying attention and the work that needs to be done in your life in order for God to put on top of your life what He designed to build. The house of your life that He will bring guests into and they will be safe and taken care of and protected and prospered there. You get tired of everything just breaking in your hands. Yeah. Your life just sand. Nothing solid. Yeah. Just you try to grab a hold of it, but it's all shifting sand. Yeah. Something in the clay. Yes. Yes. Something in the clay. Yes. See, if you'll settle for less, you'll, the devil will oblige you. Yes, yes he right. will. But if you uncompromisingly say, no. I want your highest and your best. You know, that used to be our faith. We didn't even know what we were saying or thinking. And we started out in a a place where they believed that people should be born again. But that was it. And I saw failing lives. That after a while they told me I would be just like them. I thought, I don't want to be like you. I don't want to have that kind of a Christian life. I want more. And you know what? I said, well, God, if this is, is this your best? Is this you just get saved? Then you sit on the pew and all of a sudden you just keep slowly drifting, backsliding, slowly drifting back till there's no fire, there's no passion, there's no love. And it's just what you can get by with and get through with. And, and I, I thought, no, no, no. And, and we begin to just say, all I know is I want whatever God has. I want God's best. Boy, I'll tell you what now. God will come a running through a life like that. And it was costly. It cost us years of our life. Amen. They gave me a license. Hadn't been saved three months. They gave me a license to preach. I turned it back in. The Lord told me, I'm just a baby Christian. He said, he, I said, God, I want, I feel like it should have life in it. You know, and he said, well, until you live some life with me, you don't have no life to give to nobody else. Right. I turned it back in. I said, I got no business with this. I appreciate it, but this isn't right. I can't do this. I need to, I need a right foundation. Because I saw guys that didn't have the right foundation. And they, and they loved the cheers of the crowd. Are you listening? But either the glory or the gold or the girls got them. That's it. That's it. Because now what? There was something in the clay. They didn't have the right foundation. Hallelujah. Let's. Let's end this today together with this. I know that this is a strong, has been a strong message. Amen. These are strong and difficult times. These are dangerous times. These are dangerous times spiritually. These are dangerous times naturally. These are dangerous times financially, politically, educationally. These are perilous times that the Bible says. Amen. Are you listening? There's storm after storm after storm uh, in the world. And generations have faced it, but I don't know if any generation has faced the acceleration of the times like we have, like we are. Things are coming at us fast now, aren't they? Right. But it still boils back down to the foundations. Some of us are here having to start all over again. You know, it was God's idea every seven years to push the reset button and bring everybody back to a lump of clay again, a mini version. And then every 50th year, on the 49th year, he put his hand on the button and he kept it on there all the way through the 50th year because he knew it would take a couple of years of us getting the, to become a lump of clay again. To realize it's all from God and it's all for God, and come to the place where we're hungry once again for the more that God has for Amen. us. I mean, even on a natural standpoint, you know, dear God, at 57 years old, I think, Lord, have mercy, if I could just have my 20-year-old body back again—that <laughs> energy, that drive, that—if I could just have. God says, and "You're going to get it back again." Mm-hmm. I'm not going to make you over into twenty-year-old. I'm going to renew your strength Amen. as your youth. he said you need to understand that comes out of your spirit, that's right. and that's going to, ha- and you're going to have to live out of your spirit, not just your body. Yeah. That whole time you were twenty, y'all, you thought you were was a body with hormones looking for somewhere to happen. But <laughs> well, now you're going to live by faith, and as you grow. Further and further on this journey, you find out you're going to live by faith more and more and more Amen. and more. He's looking for more and more and more of Jesus in you. Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's Word.